Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan, and with me, I have back Frank Anthony. Hi, Frankie. Oh, hello, everyone. How's it going? <laughs> Sorry if I've been MIA. Um, right before the coronavirus, I was visiting my family on Sundays, and I actually had to get car work done, and then the coronavirus hit. I actually work for an essential company, which is a, a utility company. So I've been into work every day last week. So, and it's probably going to continue until they can get us to work from home. So, unfortunately, I've been a little bit stressed out. Um, we had a couple scares at work with the coronavirus, actually, people being exposed. So, there's a lot going on, and I, I do apologize for not having a show in a, a bit, but we're back with a vengeance, folks. Um, so we're going to be talking about a lot of issues today, mostly, obviously, the coronavirus. If you haven't heard corona, the coronavirus song, yes, it's been a song, folks. Party B, I, did you get the videos that I sent you, Frank? I just haven't I watched them yet. <laughs> So the first, the, watch the second one first and then the first one. So the second one, oh boy. Is, um, she goes on and she talks about the coronavirus and only the way Cardi B could do it. And she says, you know, all you people um, that are getting like, um, how did she put it? I don't know. You have to you have to watch it. It's hilarious. Um, hi, Monica. Nice to meet you. She just joined. Oh yay! Monica. Hi, nice to meet you as well. How are you? Hey, I'm Frank. great. <laughs> so we actually have Frank. Can you guys hear me? Okay. On. Yeah, it's breaking up a little bit, but I think that's more of what's going on right now because my phone's breaking up to Frank, so it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of breaking up on my end a little bit, but for the most part, I can hear it clearly. Uh, it's so weird. Um, it's fine, but yeah. So the first, the second video, she she like talked about like how you can't get your weaves from China now, and you know, and then she says like she does this laugh like coronavirus, she is real, and then the second video is this guy took that clip and made it a song, and it's a number two song on iTunes, so um, it's hilarious. Like, I love seeing stuff like that, as opposed to some stuff we're going to talk about. Um, Can either of you explain to me why toilet paper is a rare commodity now? Like, (laughs) I don't don't get it. I'm so lost. I I honestly don't either. I feel like people normally panic over things like water and that mm. has been in somewhat short supply but they've been restocking it quick but for right. toilet paper it's like okay you 
apocalypse happens and everybody's first concern is how am I going to go to the bathroom? I, mm-hmm. I don't see the No, me either. And paper towels, too, by the way. Yet the yeah, vitamin yeah, aisle is fully napkins. stocked. Bar soap is fully stocked. Yeah. Uh, milk, eggs, bread. Like, the weirdest things are taken and then the weirdest things are left. It's so strange. Exactly. Um, yeah. So. And the funny thing is, if oh. people really ran out of paper products, they could use towels and rewash them. You know, sure. there are last-ditch things that they could do. Right. Um, but anytime that you go to the bathroom, whether it's at your home, and I want this clear, or whether it's public, please wash your hands for 20 seconds or the time it takes for you to sing happy birthday twice. And um, when I, what we mean by that is lathering up with the soap for that long, 20 seconds, lathering it up, and then washing. And, um, yeah, that's, that needs to be made clear. Um, I don't know what people were doing before um, <laughs> this all happened. I'm not sure if they were wiping their asses or washing their hands, but, yeah, please, please do that. Please. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Um, uh, Grocery stores now are, um, they have a window from 6.30 to 7.30 for people 60 and over. Or if you have any sort of... um, immune system deficiency or whatever, you can go to the grocery store and you can, um, you can, uh, shop early. So that's going on. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think that's much all the precautionary things I was talking about. Uh, Frank, did you have anything to add as far as the coronavirus? Like the, the, the facts of it? Sorry, I you guys are so okay. broken up. I can barely. I can kind of hear Emmy. I can't even hear Monica at all. Um, I'm gonna try to move a second. By the way, we're not in the same room. I have my earbuds plugged in to my phone, um, and I'm not sure where they are. I think Frank's in Western Mass. Monica, are you in Western Mass? I am, and I'm actually, I'm speaking from my car in the Bluetooth, and, Uh, um, because, you know, the whole hands-free law, and I'm actually driving a little bit to see if I get a better reception. Oh, okay. So I wonder if that's why we're Actually, you you sound very clear right now, so I think think this is working, because you sound very clear right now. Yeah. Okay. How's it going for you, Frank? Yeah, you. I would say you guys sound a little more clear. I just, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, I can, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Um, so give us some facts, Frank, because I didn't look up any like hardcore facts. But. Yeah, I decided to. So all of my information comes from either. Mass.gov or CDC.gov. I 
try I was trying to get information that wasn't, you know, completely biased or from a blog or from all news stations or anything. I tried to just get the most unbiased facts on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so just for anyone who's not really familiar with this at all, um to be honest, when I first heard about COVID nineteen it was all of the hysteria before what it even I was like, What is this? <laughs> before I even all I just heard about was people freaking out and buying toilet paper. So, um COVID nineteen is a respiratory illness that spreads from person to person and the breakout started in exactly Wuhan, China. And I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a question later for you guys about that. Okay. Um some of the symptoms include mild to severe respiratory illness with symptoms of a fever, a cough, or shortness of breath. I noticed um, in some cases people are starting to actually get pneumonia, which is awful. Um, if someone in your home is quarantined, uh, make sure to establish them in a room and a bathroom if possible that only that person is using. That person shouldn't leave the house unless for a medical reason, and if they do, they should be wearing a mask. Um, All household members, make sure you're washing your hands frequently with soap and warm water. And then when you cough and sneeze, make sure you're washing your hands using tissues. Don't share things like plates, glasses, and cups. Uh, Make sure you're disinfecting things that everyone's frequently using. Um, They say countertops. I would add cell phones. Cell phones mm-hmm. can get really dirty and gross, and we we don't clean them enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also, I wanted to share. There's actually a so I just think my mom's the first person I think about with all this stuff. She's panicking a lot, and I know a lot of people are. And I actually mm-hmm. found this hotline. It's called the Disaster Distress Help Helpline, and mm-hmm. it's at one eight hundred nine eight five. Five nine nine zero. They're twenty four seven toll free. They're a national hotline dedicated to providing immediate crisis counseling for people who are experiencing emotional distress related to any natural or human caused disaster, including the coronavirus. So if you're feeling any anxiety or stress from all of this, because it is a stressful time, make sure to call one eight hundred nine eight five five nine nine zero. And then lastly, I just had, um, I wanted to just look at an update. I was curious about uh, the cases that, like, how many people have been affected by this Mm -hmm. in the United States and Massachusetts and in the world. Um, In the United States, we've had 27,111 cases with 340 deaths and 176 have been recovered. Um, Massachusetts, wow. we've had 525 cases, we've had one death and 10 recovered, and for global, we have had 308,615 cases, 13,071 deaths, and, nine, and luckily, 95,834 of those people have been recovered. I like those facts because so you're telling... You're, you're you're telling the whole picture, not just part of it, not just everybody affected, not just everybody died, not just everybody recovered. You're telling everything. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, you're welcome. People are not, they're not researching the whole truth. And just for a reference point, um, 
we need to practice social distancing. This isn't funny. Like, I understand the memes, the videos and stuff. Being lighthearted, I get it. It's fine. You can do that. But when I see celebrities not taking it seriously, it drives me bonkers. Um, there's a celebrity that I follow on Instagram. I love him to death. I'm not going to call him out. But he's doing workout videos with his friend and his some girl at his house. Like, what are you guys thinking? I am going to call out, though, Tyler Cameron. I love Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette. Don't get me wrong. But he's doing, like, switch videos and all these videos of him, his roommate, another guy, and then three girls, including Hannah Brown, all holed up in Florida. Like, what are you guys doing? This is not, like, a funny game exercise. And don't even get me started on Vanessa Hudgens. You bitch. This privileged girl went on her Instagram story and said, Ugh, I have to wait till July to go to Coachella. This isn't even like everybody dies. Like, who cares? Like, everybody eventually dies. Oh, anyway. boy. Like, this is, she sure did. This is a girl who whose father oh, no. a few years ago passed away and she was like all emotional, yet she's sitting here making light of other people dying from this? Bitch, get your whole life together. Oh, I wanted to snatch her through the, the internet. Oh my god. And then she did an apology That's video awful. which basically said, oh, her apology was, I'm sorry you were offended by my words. That's what her apology was. Meanwhile, no accountability whatsoever. Song Imagine. And they all do a little part and they all speak. There are people that are making fun of them. Like, what? I, I'm so confused by what's triggering people. Like, these people are insane. Um, there are some people around the U.S., I'm not sure if it's global. They're putting back up their Christmas lights because they want to add some joy to essential workers that are out, firefighters, utility workers, um, medical professionals, police. They're all essential employees, and they're seeing these houses with decorations, and it's making them smile. So um, kudos to whoever started that trend. That's amazing. Um I love that, that kind of stuff. That's great. Isn't that, like, so nice to, like, hear? Like, that totally combats what started in the beginning of this, and I'm sure you both have heard. So one of the reasons why some people were hoarding it, hoarding TP and hoarding paper towels, were because they were going on Amazon and selling them for an astronomical price. Like this douchebag named yeah, Matt Colvin. Matt Colvin, I'm calling you out. He's from Tennessee. He was selling hand sanitizer oh. and toilet paper that he hoarded within a 1,200-mile radius of his house in Tennessee, him and his brother, for 7 no, from $8 to $70 on Amazon. Amazon got a hold of it. Wow. Saw all the people price gouging and shut them all down. And this moron went online 
and said, oh, my God, I have 17,000 bottles of, of hand sanitizer. What am I going to do? I have all these masks. I'm trying to better my family. Well, the governor of Tennessee said, oh, you have all those supplies and you're trying to sell them for profit? Oh, I don't think so. They went down and seized every last bottle from him. And Good. he's done. Good. He's shut down. What the, like, what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm just like, so annoyed. There's people. always somebody the, who's willing to make a profit. And then, like, and, and I know it's not a bigger scale, and I know I'm, like, being ridiculous about it, but Universal Studios said, okay, some of the movies that are in theaters right now, we're going to go ahead and release them online. I'm like, awesome. The movie, The Invisible Man, let me just tell you something. That movie was made for $7 million. It looks like it was made for $100 million. It is so good. It was The special effects were amazing. The cinematography was amazing. I saw it in theaters. I was so excited to see it at home. I go to rent it. And it's nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh hell no! When we rent movies, they're five ninety nine or four ninety nine or three nine. I'm not paying no nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents. I feel like they're price gouging us. Right. I really do. So it's not just regular people; it's companies that are doing it too. Um, and then you got like Hallmark, who decides to re-release all of their Christmas movies in March, hashtag Christmas in March, and it's and they're free, so I don't know. These it's it's show this virus is showing who we really are as a people. And everybody is showing a different side of themselves. It's very weird. Very strange. Yeah. Um so to back I agree. The fact that, and um, you know yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say the quote of Vanessa Hutchins' movie. We need. We need to all be in this together. Uh. <laughs> you did not just call High School Musical. <laughs> oh, Frank. <laughs> Gotta make it a little lighthearted. Oh my god. <laughs> showing who those people are with this virus. That people should be helping one another and, you know, supporting their neighbor and instead people are looking to make a profit and make a quick buck off of something that's killing tons of people. I also have seen people posting videos of them going to their older neighbors and saying, give me a list of groceries, put it to your mail slot, and I'll go out and get it for you. So That's amazing. I, it runs, this is running the gambit. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, so that's been weird. To back up what um, Frank was saying, Americans, 
And I don't know how they're going to do this. Maybe it's because if you filed taxes last year, I don't know. If you make $75,000 or less, you'll be getting $1,200 on April 6th and May 18th. Every couple that's jointly filed that makes $150,000 or less, they can each get their own um, $1,200. they are giving extra to people with children under a certain age as well. So this is all to stimulate the economy because I don't know about Western Mass, but in Boston, grocery stores, um, some fast food joints, some restaurants, um, and I think that's it. Oh, Target, Walmart, the big ones. Those are the only things that are open right now and gas stations. Everything else is shut down here. Um, Even are only doing delivery or and what they call contactless delivery, where they place it on your porch and they don't touch you, or yeah. um, uh, or the restaurants are doing takeout, where you go and you go to the restaurant and order takeout, and they they like I, I don't know how they do it because I haven't done done takeout yet, but yeah, they um, so if you want to check Grubhub, check Door DoorDash. Um, Uber Eats, those are three uh, delivery services that are still that still have restaurants that are participating. So, let you know. Yeah, I've um, done I've done the takeout option, and they um, how do they do it? I mean, because they just I don't know. I mean, I've gotten a lot of takeout. I mean, people know my app mm-hmm. can't cook. Um, so. <laughs> uh. so <laughs> So I, so I ordered quite a good amount of food, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I forgot if we can swear or not, but fuck it. Um, yeah, you can. So you I, can. okay. So I, um, yeah, I mean, I ordered takeout recently with family, and they just, mm-hmm. I, we called ahead, and then when we went there, they just got it the normal way. It was only the one host, though, oh. and the whole restaurant yeah. part was locked. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were trying to make it as con tactless as possible. Right. And also, I know that you typically don't, but if we could, we could just please tip them because that is the only income they're bringing in. So, I'll let you know. I normally don't tip them because, but, I mean, um, if you are a person like, like my, I have two Three sisters by love. Um, one of them is a nurse, and one of them is a hairstylist. The hairstylist is not making any money whatsoever. She's at home with her children. Um, you know, she's definitely gonna gonna get that twelve hundred. Um, but also, if you are in the service industry and you aren't working, please, please, please file for unemployment. Um, it's very, very. Um, advantageous of you to do that. And also, um, a lot of essential employees, like my sister, they're saying, they're posting stuff. We can't stay home. Or how do they put it? Um, We can't stay home, so you should, or something like that. Just wash your hands. Yeah. That's all they're basically saying. Yeah, I don't know the phrase. You know the phrase that, that I'm talking about, right? Like, I yeah, can't think of it. Yes, I do. It's, <laughs> it's um, we we can't stay home, 
so so you should or something like that. It, it is yeah. Something I, I've been seeing it everywhere um, mm-hmm. where it, it'll be like the nurses will be in PPE gear, which mm-hmm. is protective equipment. Um, mm-hmm. And because I work, one of my jobs is in a hospital. And okay. they'll be holding up a sign that has the phrase on it. And I can't for the life of yeah. me remember the exact wording, but I think yeah. it is basically that. Yeah. It's basically that they oh. have to go to work. And so you to. should sacrifice mm-hmm. your privilege of being able to leave the house and just stay mm-hmm. home to make this all go quicker. That's basically their message. And it's so funny because there was a couple of months this year, well, last year, I'll take last year because it's only been three fucking months in 2020 and this 2020 has sucked. I want to cancel 2020. It sucks. Kenny Rogers died. Kobe Bryant died. There's a fucking coronavirus. I'm upset with 2020 right now. Like, I'm I not, want a 2020 uh, refund. Thank you. Hello. Where's the receipt? <laughs> Who can we talk to? I'm going to be Karen. Where's the manager? I'd like to talk to the manager. My 2020 please. vision is not happy with that. Uh, <laughs> and you know what's funny? Everyone at the at the end of 20, uh, 2019 were like, oh, I can't wait for 2020. It's going to be a great year. I'm like, you guys are so right? stupid. You say that every year. You say that every year. Yes. New year, new me. Now I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Mar- Mar- March 22nd, I want a refund on this bitch. Why, why do I feel attacked? <laughs> Not I am, I'm sorry. I am trying to be as inspirational as I can. Yeah, Frank, you definitely like, feel attacked. I'm just so over 2020. Like, I keep can I guys ask I you a question? Yes, go. Yeah. Or, well, you can finish your thought, and then I can ask it. Okay. Please, everyone, stop posting about Betty White. You're giving me chills. Like, when she dies, post. Stop posting, she's fine, because you're, you're freaking me out. Just please, just leave Betty White alone. Get her out your, get her out your mouth. If she passes away, then you can mention her. Don't mention her before, because you're freaking me the fuck out. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Wait, the the moral of the story is that we cannot lose Betty White. <laughs> I will pick up a bereavement day if she when she dies. I've already talked to my boss. Honestly, she didn't try to fight yep. me on it. She's my nana. <laughs> Betty White is my nana. I will take a bereavement day. Okay, just, just so that I'm pretty knows. sure the entire world will. Yes, the oh. entire world will do that with you. <laughs> I'm cavelling just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Frank, go ahead. Change my mind. Please get my mind off something else. Well, the question's a little more serious, so sorry for that. And I don't know who wants to answer it first, but it's just I've been seeing this so – I mean, I've been seeing so much online, so much corona-related stuff, but this definitely is something that's been coming up a lot, and I'm curious on what you ladies – think um what do you think when people call the coronavirus the chinese virus um would you like to go first emmy or do you want me to go let me go so i can get it out so i'm ready to pop the fuck get it out <laughs> i support it get it out listen it is called she's what is it, COVID-19 or corona? COVID-19 don't or call, corona, yes. You do, you do not call it the Chinese virus. You don't know if a Chinese person got it first. 
Yes, it originated in China, but don't call it the Chinese virus because guess what? Chinese Asian people around the world, no matter if they're Chinese or Asian, are being attacked because everyone's like, oh, you, you probably have it. It's not a genetic thing, folks. You ignorant bastards. Stop attacking Asian yes. people. And I'm talking to you, Donald fucking Trump. How dare you? You piece of shit. He started, he called it coronavirus in January, but now it's Chinese virus because it originated in China. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm putting the, it, I'm dropping the mic. Go ahead, Monica, because I'm yes. about to pop the fuck off. It is just so wrong. You cannot accuse mm-hmm. a nationality like that. And on mm-hmm. top of it, it's really, like, it's just discriminatory. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't do that to people. Who's to say, mm-hmm. like, you don't know where it originated, okay? We may nope. never know. We know nope. that it was from somewhere in China is where it started. We we mm-hmm. have speculations. There's all these conspiracy theories. There's like, oh, this person did it in a lab in China. They got paid to do it. It was a Chinese experiment gone wrong. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. so many things. It's from bats. It's from this or that. I, I think the bat one was something that the CDC had mentioned um, as, being a possibility, I think. Don't quote me on that because I haven't read it in a while. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, whatever the case may be, it is not. There is not an entire nationality that is responsible for the coronavirus, and people need to mm-hmm. stop being so hateful, stop being so discriminatory. It's just wrong. There's no reason to treat another human being like that. We're all a part of the same race, the human race, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. need to start acting like. And you know what's funny? When HIV first came out, it was said that it came from a monkey in Africa. Not one person called it the African virus. Not one person attacked black people saying that black people have it. So why all of a sudden are we attacking Chinese people? Why? Yes. Point made. I'm done. I'm so pissed off. Yes. Yes, and don't even get me started on how mm. the the way that Donald Trump handles mm. himself, okay? Say, say mm-hmm. what you want, like, have done some good and bad, sure, whatever, but say what you want about policies and everything, but to keep that separate and to not go off on a tangent, this is the person mm-hmm. that is supposed to be in charge of the United States. Mm-hmm. He needs to have some respect for the position that he's in. He needs to carry himself with dignity, be an example for mm-hmm. his citizens, and, and represent who we should be, not who we are. Mm-hmm. Who we be. So right. the fact that he is sitting there saying these discriminatory, hateful things only makes it look like that every American behaves that way. He has right. no respect for the position that he has earned. Nothing. He, he showed nope. no common decency, no integrity, it drives me crazy. So I absolutely, I hate all the Twitter crap. He should stay off of it, mm-hmm. focus on his job, because he's got a country right. to run. He, he right. needs to stop spreading these hateful messages, because every single one of his Trumpster divers is following it. <laughs> right. Every single one of so, them, every single fan of Trump is following what mm-hmm. he is saying. And so you've got more and more hate. Walking by Asian people don't know if they're Korean, uh, Japanese, Chinese. They don't know. They just see 
Eyes that are slow are, which means back, not slow, S-O-L-O-W. But um, they see the, the eyes, and then they say, oh, that person's Chinese. I'm going to beat them up. First of all, let me just tell you something. Don't be attacking some Chinese men because some of them are cute, and I will fight you, okay? Okay, I will fight you. I will cut your ass. I swear to God, if somebody, if somebody raises a fist to Lewis hand, I will beat their ass. I will go down their generational line and beat their family too because that man is beautiful, and he's a beautiful Asian man, and don't you get me started, okay? Mulan is my favorite Disney movie. Uh, and coming out live action, can't wait. But it I, might I'm come nervous. out on Disney Plus. Just to let you know, because of everything that's going on, it might come out. Yep. So, um, yeah, so enough with the, the hate. It, it's ridiculous and it's unwarranted, and you need to stop. So, um, Some people that were affected by the corona, um, a couple of celebrities, and I want to tell you a, a story that's probably going to make you cry, but I want to tell it because it's real. Um, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson both have tested positive for Corona. Um, Debbie Mazar, I don't know if you guys know who she is. She was a backup singer for Madonna in the True Blood. Oh, well, honey, all the gay world knows her. I mean, come on. Um, we all know her. We're going to get to that discussion after. Yeah. But anyone in the LGBT community knows who Debbie Mazar is. Um, Andy Cohen. I don't know if he's a gay icon, but... Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and I think you all are going to be a... Elba has corona. Oh. oh. Wait, who does? Oh. Idris it's Elba. Elba. Oh. He's amazing. The only, time I have, the only time I ever wanted to get corona, honey. Woo! Lord, let me just quarantine with him. Oh, <laughs> give me that. See, I thought you said, I, I thought you said Jessica Alba, and I almost dropped my non-existent oh. glass of wine all over my carpet. <laughs> I don't know. Well. That, said anything, but... that would have Woo. the same reaction with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, and I. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. I've, I've said enough of that. Colton Underwood from The Bachelor has it too. He's been tested positive. Let's wow. Just hope it. Yeah, let's just hope it weeds out the bat. Um. So, um. Yeah. So those are the people that have tested positive. Now, this is a story that happened in New Jersey a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week or something. This woman, 73 years old, she has 11 kids. They had a big family party. Well, coronavirus was there, you know. Um, right. She passed away as well as three of her kids. Wow. All the same family. Wow. Seven people were sick, four people died. So do not tell wow. me that this ain't real. You people... You not doing social distancing need to understand this is fucking real. Our entire family has changed forever. So yeah, it absolutely so, is real. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just sad. Um 
that we've talked about all this heavy stuff. How about we get into some light stuff? Um, let's do our Eva Mendez moment. Hi. Um, I have an Eva Mendez moment. So I think that um, I I think I may have mentioned him, Frank. Josh Murray, do you remember me mentioning him and how big of a crush I have on him? I do. He's, he's from The Bachelorette. Um, Monica, do you know who he is? I don't, but I can imagine what, what he probably, you know, seems like if he's on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or any of those shows. <laughs> so he's tall, like 6'2", and he's thick, girl. Not like thick, like... um. I don't know how to describe. Like, he looks like a, a kid that, well, he played sports all his life. He's basically a football player type build with a big old so, butt. And, oh, my God. So, milkshake God, thick, him. not Pringle thick. Girl, three <laughs> milkshakes. Okay. So, and it sounds like you're describing spirit. Idris Elba. <laughs> okay. But he's thicker than Idris, though. Not, not like, like, fat. Uh-oh. I can't say he's fat. He's just thick, right? And he yeah. um he he has a Spanish vibe to him because his mom is Spanish and his dad is Jewish, so he's got like a Latin vibe to him. Um, oh. oh my God, I will I, I want to I marry this girl. Step back, step back, step back. <laughs> no, That's I just my man. I love I love I love Spanish Latin. Okay, everything. okay. <laughs> he does. I didn't want to have to cut thing. my friend Frank. <laughs> I didn't want to have to cut him. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a cousin. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> so my Eva Mendez moment is that he did, um, I thought, I, and yes, we have talked to you. Um, Ooh. Yeah, girl, not, nothing scandalous. He just, so back in 2016, he broke it up with his girlfriend his living girlfriend had to move back to Atlanta. His dad died, his, or not his dad, his grandpa died, and his dog died, all within, like, the same three or four months. And I reached out to him because at the time he was, like, posting all this inspirational stuff, and I'm like, Josh, how are you positive right now? And that's how we started talking. So, love you, Josh. Um, so he did a video of him working out in his living room, and his dog was, like, licking all over him. I'm like, good doggy. Um, it got picked up by E! News, and they reposted it. I just thought that was so sweet. And I was like, oh, my Joshy. He's been seen. He was on Andy Dorfman's season of The Bachelorette Season 10. And everyone has said what a jerk he is, how um, insanely jealous he is, how he's a loser. So to see something posted sweet about him, I'm like, oh, my Joshy. So that's my Eva Mendes moment. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, Frank, what's your what's your Eva Mendes moment? You can you can go to Monica. My moment's not oh. um it's not special. <laughs> it's special to you. Like who cares? Frank. I mean it's real it's sad. <laughs> who cares? Speak your, on your Eva your, Mendes in, moment. Yeah. Uh, you wanna know what it is? You guys wanna know what it yeah. is? Okay, I'll tell you. We do. Yeah. <laughs> So I, cause I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I don't really know what an Eva Mendez moment, but I guess this is what it's it is for me. Um, yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> so, 
I found a VHS player. Um, I know mm-hmm. some generations don't know what that is. You put in those rectangles uh. into it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I <laughs> there's a bunch of them here. <laughs> I I yeah, I, I live like way back in the day here and I found um I was able to get it to work and I found this yeah. amazing orange tape called Harriet the Spy and oh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved yes. it. One of my I favorite know, really. movies of all time. <laughs> so I so I so I put it in, I put the tape in, and mm-hmm. I forget that I have to, I, it's starting to play, and I had this moment of, oh, my God, like, I have to, I forgot, you have to rewind these things, kids, yes, remember, if you rewind, rewind VHS tapes, so, right. so I rewinded it, and then commercials of, like, the Rugrats came on, and it just made me Aww. feel young again. And that movie is that movie is great. I forgot it, everything that happened exactly in that movie, but it's great. Michelle Tra I can never say her last name. Trackenberg, Trachenberg. What's her last name? I don't know. She's she's the star. Um and then something like Ice Princess. But um and then Rosie O'Donnell is great in that too. So yeah, that was my little I do too. I think she's fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. Who? She's Rosie. Rosie? Yeah, I miss her show. Same, Um, right? Yeah. So I'm sorry, but I hate Michelle Trachtenberg because (laughs) she was on Buffy, and I'm watching Buffy from season one, episode one. I'm on season two right now, Uh, and she was gone, the light, which was so stupid. And then the bitch went on to become Georgina Sparks, on Gossip Girl, so I doubly hate that bitch. And yeah, I'm all set with Michelle Trachtenberg. Sorry, not sorry. But I mean, <laughs> what is she like a person? <laughs> oh, Frank, stop, stop being rational. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, say, I'm just saying, she's, she's pretty. <laughs> oh, whatever. She's played, she's played two characters I can't stand. I, She's done. Okay, I love her in Ice Prince. It was Ice Princess, right? The skating movie yes, where Kaden had it here. Yeah, and the movie. Yes. Yeah, and that movie stole my book name, so I'm I'm done with her. That's three strikes. She's out. She's out. That, out. That, that movie. That movie made me hate oh. Joan Cusack. Like I could not stand. She was. Don't oh, like, she was so she was so motherly. Wow. I hated it. Oh. You could get arrested for that. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't cute that is lovely. (laughs) Literally, she is amazing. And she has actually played some fantastic roles. She also has done Mm -hmm. a lot of those motherly roles because she's so Mm -hmm. phenomenal at it. So I'm Mm -hmm. with Emmy on this one. Yeah, there's just something about that woman that I just... Ever since I saw her in Sixteen Candles, where she lifted up her her shirt, don't you know that? Like, do you remember that scene in Sixteen Candles where she had a poodle, a girl with a poodle skirt so on, and she lifted up the poodle skirt to wipe her mouth? Oh my God, I was I in do. love with her ever since then. <laughs> I do I remember loved. that. So, and it was like so anyway, because I I don't want to hear about Joan. <laughs> 
I'm over it, Joan. Monica is your Eva Mendez moment. <laughs> How dare you? So, <laughs> one that happened recently involves mm-hmm. one of my adorable nieces. I have two, and this one is the younger one. She's, uh, I'd have to do the math, but at the time she was about 18 months, and she, I was sitting on the couch with her, it's a love seat, and she went over to my side, got behind my back, and started, like, kicking me out to try and, like, push me off the couch, and she's giggling, and, and I'm leaning back and kind of, like, messing with her, like, I'm going to sit on her, and she's laughing and stuff. Now, while this is mm-hmm. happening, my aunts, because of the way I was sitting, they start to, like, you know, they start to fall down a little bit on the back. So she kind of, like, abruptly stops, moves to the other side of the love seat, and she points to my pants. And she goes, eh? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, what? Are my pants a problem right now? And she goes, eh? And nods her head and points again. And so... I said, you want me to pull them up? And she goes, eh, and nods her head. And I'm like, okay. So I pull them up. And then I was like, is that all better now? And she nodded her head in approval. So I was being called out on my fashion choices by an 18-month-old. Literally that's, ev- <laughs> literally, that's every conversation I've ever had in my romantic relationships. Aww. Honestly. Like, Literally oh, just being called out. <laughs> Kids sure have did. no filter. And and she's such, I, both of them are both such like spitfires and just funky mm-hmm. kids and they're witty and they're smart as hell. And, and, and this is, hmm. she is, she's, she's very smart and knows some words. And we think that she just like doesn't feel like talking in full sentences yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear because you. Most of her <laughs> things are like noises and pointing and hand gestures and things. So mm-hmm. she she just she finds a way to communicate even when it's like snarky. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't wait till she starts talking. The amazing oh things God. that are going to come out of her mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. She's already started with words here and there. She hasn't really done major full sentences yet, but it's it's coming. The wrath is coming. <laughs> oh, I love her. She sounds like she might, I might be her mom, actually, because that sounds like something that I would have said as a baby. Bitch, you didn't have to agree with me so fast. Oh, my God. That's why he agreed with me. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, shots totally fired. Um, so what else are we talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah, so we touched on it very briefly. Um, to kind of combat the coronavirus, I want to get your take on this. So when I came out as trans, people were okay with it because, you know, okay, you're going to be a girl now and you like boys. Um, people are not okay with someone like Caitlyn Jenner who – transition and she still likes women. They're confused by it. They think that right. once you get the change of life, you change your whole life, basically. And you don't. Right. Gen- sexual identity, or sorry, gender identity and sexual orientation are two completely different things. Yeah. Um, 
what I've noticed is that trans men, so women transitioning into men, trans men have a much easier time in relationships if they're dating cisgender women. Yeah. What I don't understand, and it's not that I don't understand it, I just want to get some more information. Help me understand what bisexuality is, because I'm not very educated on it, and I don't know very many bisexual people. So, the floor is both of yours. So, I mm-hmm. actually did not hear about bisexuality until I was in high school. Up until mm-hmm. that time, I had only really heard the term gay and probably the term lesbian, too. I don't remember. Granted, I was a naive mm-hmm. child to a lot of things, so, like, it might have been going around at that time, but it just, I yeah. grew up in a time when it wasn't really talked about much. And all of these mm-hmm. other terms about gender identity and sexual orientation, they really did not come until much later. Even now, I'm still mm-hmm. learning a bunch that I have never heard of. There's so many. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. It is hard to keep to keep up on the times and know all the lingo and everything, um, True. which a point to that, I think it's really important if you are a part of any of these populations, just a little PSA, you really should be taking opportunities to educate people when they are inquisitive. If they're rude, mm-hmm. sure, be, be whatever you deem is necessary in that moment to fight mm-hmm. back against the ignorance. But if they are just asking a question because they genuinely don't know, no, you're not the spokesperson for whatever population you come from, but you still Mm -hmm. should take the time to at least point them in the direction of, well, honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm not really comfortable talking about my own personal story, but if you want, you can educate yourself through this resource. Point them in the right direction. Don't be rude about it. If if you're shy about it, sure, keep your privacy. I respect that, but point them in a direction where they can learn. So that's kind of a little PSA about that. But for me, mm-hmm. I always knew that I had something towards women. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was, though, for a very long time. And I always mm-hmm. – I not that I was um, against being a lesbian or being gay, because I, I wasn't. I just – I felt like I was so distant from that. And I felt like I so wasn't that. But I didn't really feel like I was 100% straight either because I would just notice that I would have certain feelings that I really didn't feel like anybody else was feeling, and I felt very alone about it. And so when I heard about the term bisexuality, I'm like, okay, wait. So this is a person who is attracted to both genders and Mm -hmm. actually appreciates things from both genders, I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. A a bisexual person will see a male and a female and find things that are attractive about them. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that they don't see gender, because we do. We Mm -hmm. see gender. We appreciate both genders. Um, I'm blanking on what the term is for somebody. Pansexual is is often compared to bisexuality, and it's not the same thing. Pansexuality, my understanding of it, so Mm -hmm. my understanding of pansexuality is that it is someone who does not see gender, sees the person, and they fall Mm -hmm. for the person. And they can, that person that 
they fall for can be whatever gender they want, but the gender part does not affect their decision. Right. Okay. And somebody who's bisexual will see the gender and it may or may not affect that person's decision, but they will see gender and be attracted to that gender. They just so okay. happen to be attracted to both male and female. They're not just attracted to the male. They're not just attracted to the female. They're attracted to both. And to clear that's, up one misconception. Yes. If you are bisexual and you marry a man, it doesn't mean you're ready to cheat on him with a woman or you sexually Thank think you. about a woman. <laughs> oh, I just, I'm asking. Thank because you. I, I, okay, okay. That's what it I does, thought. That's it does what not, I thought. You mm-hmm. are a thousand percent correct. You are a thousand okay. percent correct. Okay. So just okay. because I, I've been accused of that a lot, it's a common, it's mm-hmm. one of the couple common misconceptions that I get all the time. Um, yeah. I, I get that, oh, well, does that mean you're going to cheat on me or something when I've gotten into relationships mm-hmm. before? My current relationship yeah. knows better. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. But Good. So, right, right. So um, I've had to explain, no, polygamy is a totally different thing. And being yep. noncommittal mm-hmm. is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. This just speaks to what I'm attracted to. It doesn't speak to how I'm going to behave. Mm-hmm. And you That's don't the, walk down the street with your partner and then say, ooh, I'm attracted to that person. I'm going to leave you and go for this person. You're not hopping on the next right. day in okay. Right. Got it. Got right. It. And yeah, my, my boyfriend actually loves that I am bisexual. He embraces it because mm-hmm. he can look at a woman and be like, oh, I think they're attractive. And I'm not offended by it. I'm not anything. He'll mm-hmm. point them out to me, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that person's attractive. Like, you know, so it's mm-hmm. – he, he has no issues with it whatsoever, and he knows that I mm-hmm. am 110% about our relationship, and we are loyal right. to each other. We want to be mm-hmm. with just each other. We, we mm-hmm. both know that, and we're comfortable with it. So, if anything, he gets a kick out of me being bisexual, but, you know, what what straight man wouldn't, so to speak, just to go out right. with, with I was thinking theory that too. <laughs> also just to call a stereotype out, but... Right. Also, it doesn't mean that you're being greedy because a lot of bisexual people get accused of being greedy. They can't just be Thank with one you. gender. They have to be with whatever. Okay, Thank cool. You. And that's, that's a very important thing to bring up, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a very important thing to touch on, too, because some people are like, oh, well, does that mean you're going to break up with some point and then date a girl? And I'm like, no, that's not how it mm-hmm. works. This literally mm-hmm. only speaks to what we are attracted to. It does not speak to how we behave. The other important mm-hmm. misconception I think that needs to be noted is that people think that we are just confused and we're like in limbo mm-hmm. with waiting to see which actual type label we're going to give ourselves. Are we going to be straight or are we going to be gay? That's yeah. not mm-hmm. the case at all. It's really yeah, a lot not of the people... case. Yeah, a lot of people, That I was just going to say, because besides the whole cheating thing, another big misconception is definitely that bisexuality doesn't exist. I'm in a couple groups online, and, yeah, it's like the opinions on it are still everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. for and men, I think it's worked because with men, let's say if, he's a heterosexual man all his life, and then he becomes bisexual. 
Well, people are like, nope, you're just gay. You're just pretending. You're just gay. Yeah. And then for guys that are gay that suddenly want to date women, oh, you're just confused. So, um, Frank, what are your thoughts on that, Frank? Uh, Wait, sorry, what was the question? So when I first met you, I assumed that you were gay. And then you told me that's different. So what has been your experience? I was going to say, I think the best way to describe my life um, Mm -hmm. is definitely just giving a little summary on what I've gone through with Mm -hmm. my orientation. I mean, I've pretty much, I feel like at this point I've broken the label maker and (laughs) I just, I don't I don't even know if I really need a label at this point. At the end of the day, I just want someone to love me, and I want to love them back. Um, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I don't really care what people – like, people can assume I'm whatever, and we'll just mm-hmm. go with it. But my um, – so, yeah, so let's start back to childhood. So when I was young <laughs> – I was gonna say this is my therapy man. session now. I need okay. to vent. No, but um. <laughs> Hopefully but no, you have so. a professional on the line. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead. So yeah, when I was younger, so definitely mm-hmm. something that Monica had mentioned was that this mm-hmm. wasn't this wasn't talked about back then. Not mm-hmm. like it is today. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn what gay was until I was 12 or 13, which is pretty crazy. Right. I feel like kids, yes. I feel like kids Woo. know it at a very young age now. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. want to, before I get, also before I get into my story quick, I just want to mention, because I thought about it, that since I didn't know, because another misconception just with LGBT in general is I noticed mm-hmm. parents will say, oh, like, I don't want I don't want that gay talk or that gay stuff around my kids so that they'll learn mm. it and become it. But when mm-hmm. I was young, I didn't know what it was. But just because I couldn't identify it didn't mean it didn't exist. Thank right. you. So, Perfectly said. Thank you. So, yeah, when I <laughs> was young, <laughs> I mm-hmm. definitely had feelings for girls. Um, there was... There was at least one boy, maybe two, I want to say definitely one, where, like I said, I didn't know what gay was, but I called it, it I admired them. So I was thinking yeah. at first, oh, I'm just looking up to them, and they're just like a right. role model or something like that, even though they're all my age yeah. or whatever. But I, yeah. as I, as time went on and I learned more, I was like, oh, no, like I had feelings. Uh, maybe this is mm-hmm. something else. Um, so then I, um, I'm trying to think it was 10th grade. I was starting to, because I was starting to realize that because bisexuality, I think was maybe a year or two after I learned about gay and lesbian and because mm-hmm. then I was like, well, what's that? And like Monica said mm-hmm. too, now there's so many labels like asexual, demisexual, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot. Um, yeah. and that's, yeah. and that's why I'm like, Ooh, um, let me, yeah, like, yeah, so I want to say 10th grade was when, because at that point I started realizing, okay, maybe I'm bisexual, and I started coming out as bisexual um, because I knew mm-hmm. that I had felt 
feelings for men and women or girls and boys at the time because I was a kid. So, right. Mm-hmm. But then, but then for me, my I will admit my journey was a little bit confusing. It might not be the best example, but I also want to talk about it to tell people like this is definitely how I know bisexuality exists because I wouldn't mm-hmm. have. I've personally felt these feelings, and I know they're real. Mm-hmm. So I. At the time, as I was getting older, maybe, like, beginning of college, like, senior year, when I was, like, really dating and stuff, I had – then I realized that I did have feelings for both, but then I was starting to think, oh, like, maybe when I was with men, I – it felt more serious. This is going to sound bad, but I used to Mm -hmm. think that with women, I could be with them, but not long-term. Like, I couldn't take it seriously. Mm -hmm. And right. then when those thoughts were starting to come in, then I thought, oh, I think I'm gay at that point because yeah. I think I really want to be with a man. So I, so then mm-hmm. I started coming out gay, and I just – I mean, at that point, I wasn't even coming out because I had already said so many times what I was. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. I was just like, I think I'm going to be this. <laughs> but Well, before you continue, so then, I want you to know something. Nobody should ever judge you for who you are, even my statement. I assumed you were gay. I didn't know if you were or not because I didn't ask you. So if somebody listening hears him and thinks, oh, my gosh, he should have just stuck with gay or whatever you think, this is his journey. This Everybody has their own journey. If you come out yeah. and say, you know what, I don't like guys anymore, guess what, Frank? I will support you 100%. And I will not go behind your back and say, oh, my God, he's so confused. Oh, my God, I think he's gay. He just doesn't know it. I just want you to know so that you don't, when you continue your story, you don't have to apologize. Do not apologize to yeah. anybody for the journey that you have. I just want you to know that. So go ahead. Sorry. No, 100% okay. agree. So then not yeah. too long ago, maybe starting a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. then um, I, because at this time, girls that I had met in life and everything, they weren't in, most of them weren't in my life anymore. And I was starting to meet new people. I mean, we're getting older. You know, you're getting into your 20s and stuff. And, of course, you're going to go out and meet new people. And there was um, there was this one woman that I had met. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, what I forgot to mention before, when I realized um, that I had also had feelings for guys, was I had this, like, whole, like, I remember my heart would, like, really thump loud. And, like, I could just feel it going crazy whenever I talked to that certain person, I was like, what is that? And then I realized, mm-hmm. oh, like, it's that. Um, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so when I, when I met this woman, we, we mm-hmm. were like, we were really connecting and I'm thinking, oh, this, this will be like another best friend or another friend in general. And then it, that feeling came back. And then at that mm-hmm. point, I was like, oh no, I, I, I fucking quit. <laughs> like, what am right. I? <laughs> I was, like, <laughs> like I was, yeah. Aww. Like, when will my reflection show who I am inside? But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, but, Aww, um, love that movie. Aww. So, so yeah. At that point, when <laughs> I love that laugh. So when I was, <laughs> it's okay. When don't say sorry, Emmy. So when. Yeah, don't I, apologize for who you are, Emmy. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. I do have I have crazy laugh. I get crazy laugh. Go ahead. 
I love so it. When that started, They're infected. So when, so when that started happening, at that point, then I was like, okay, like instead of changing on my Facebook profile again when I am or anything like that, anything that's going to really matter or coming out again or whatever, um, yes. I figured let me just take a step back and let me just mm-hmm. say, hey, like I don't necessarily need to have a label. Like I just feel like sexuality mm-hmm. is – a lot more complicated than some people. It's not black and white mm-hmm. like we do with mm-hmm. gender and sexual orientation. Like I just feel like it's mm-hmm. not that black and white. And right. I and I just feel like these things have always been there. We're just discovering them. It's not I don't think this stuff right. is just being necessarily created out of thin air or whatever. Right. Like I feel like right. this stuff has been here. We have just yet to discover it. Like when we discover dinosaurs right. and all that stuff. Right. So, right. like, we're just learning Wait, more and more. Just, did you just compare you discovering your sexuality to dinosaurs here? Oh, I, mean, I do love a good velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, also, anyone listening, if you, if you are kind of, like, overwhelmed by the LGBTQ+, plus, the plus part of it, I want to explain something. Imagine you're you're listening to Frank's story and you're like, oh my god, like this poor guy, he's so confused. Like one minute he's in love with a man, and then the next minute he himself is like, wait, what the fuck? How do I like this woman? If it's confusing <laughs> for him, and like if it's confusing for you to keep up with the letters, can you imagine what it's like for him? Like just before you start yeah. saying stuff like that, the alphabets are this: you have somebody. Let's say you have, you meet a straight guy. And he never has a girlfriend, never has a girlfriend whatsoever. But this is one of your best guy friends. You finally ask him, hey, dude, why aren't you ever with a girl? And he tells you, you know what, I'm asexual. What's the first thing another straight guy's going to do? They're going to make fun of him. They're going to call him gay. So he comes over to the LGBT community and he's like, I'm asexual. Help. I need friends. So the reason why we keep tacking on all these letters is because we need homes for all these people that fucking straight people don't love, don't befriend, and so we got all these letters here. That sapiosexual, that means somebody's attracted to somebody who's smart. It doesn't matter if they're hot or not. You just have an intelligent conversation with them, and then you want to bang them because you you love their brain. And if you tell that to your straight friends, do you think that they're going to accept you? So you come over to us, and you're like, hey, you guys are all different. Can I hang with you? And we're like, sure, come to our parade. You know what I mean? Like, So that's yeah. why we have that plus on there, and that's why we keep tacking on different letters because of the fact that nobody wants to take them in. We're the foster parents of the, of the, <laughs> the sexual genre here, okay? Like, so, Frank, I am yep. I support you 150,000 million percent. Be who you want to be. I love you. It doesn't matter. So. Thank you. I mean, if I had to, You're if welcome. I did have to put a label on it, I think. Which you don't. Not even think. You don't. I know, yeah, I mean, I, I would identify pretty close to a demisexual. And if people aren't Same. familiar with what that exactly is, it's a very big importance on an emotional connection. I, fun fact, I just can't, because I've tried it in the past, I can't just hook up with people without Mm -hmm. any sort of connection. 
it just doesn't mm-hmm. happen. And I've learned to accept that. Um, and that's why I think I've been able to identify closely to that. I also do say bisexual. I mean, I just, yeah, like we said earlier, like I just feel like I don't necessarily need a label. I just, mm-hmm. I, I do know who I am and I am pretty much at the end of the day, just open to getting to know someone and love them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. And to to add on as well, because I know we were, we kind of touched quickly on the whole like relationship thing and that obviously like not all bisexual people are sexual deviants or anything or Mm -hmm. like sexually Mm -hmm. promiscuous. (laughs) They're not. Mm -hmm. Um, But nope. I do want to just make a note too that if that if you are someone that does want to be in an open relationship or you do want to be in a polyamorous or or in a monogamous relationship just be on the same page as your partner mm-hmm. like I feel like we shouldn't mm-hmm. ju- like every relationship is separate like it's those two people or more depending on the situation right. it's between those people and mm-hmm. they all can discuss and they all can figure out what they're going to be. And it doesn't, mm-hmm. and any judgment outside of those walls, it doesn't matter at the right. end of the day. Like as long as everyone's on the same page. Exactly. Right. And, and I more know someone who's in a polyamorous relationship. They are very happy. They're happy. Yep. One of their girlfriends is married. Like they are very, they, they got their stuff going on. I will not judge. I can't do it. Not my evil, jealous ass. My man looks in another guy. What the fuck are you looking at? I will fuck my ankles here. I'm just kidding. Bone Queek Queek comes out. Okay. Bone Queek Queek. Nay, nay. Okay. Get security for me because I'm about to kill someone. Oh, no, just kidding. Monica was saying something. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Monica. Another common misconception. No, totally fine. I feel like I need to address one more thing about bisexuality because this happens entirely too often. And it's really, it's honestly, it's grimy. It's kind of scary. It's, it's all of the above. It's, it almost feels like Mm -hmm. violating a little bit, but Mm -hmm. when I was single, And, you know, finding people in person wasn't always easy, so I would go on certain websites and stuff here and there, did the online dating thing. One of the Mm -hmm. things that constantly happened to me, and I mean constantly, like every time I checked my messages, there was a new one. It was Mm -hmm. couples who were looking for a person to join, and they went after all the bisexual people on the website. Yep. And and they – most of them would be – polite about it like as in they wouldn't be rude or or derogatory or anything when they asked but Mm -hmm. it really is just not appropriate people you should never approach somebody who is bisexual and ask them if they want to join in on your relationship for the fact that they are bisexual and they will be attracted to both genders if you are comfortable with that person and they're your friend and they're somebody that you would consider having in your relationship, then that's a mm-hmm. different story. But if you're asking them simply because they're bisexual, it's really rude and inappropriate and you shouldn't do it. Well, I'm going to blow your mind right now because, and I've told Frank this before, so he knows he won't be surprised. Being transgender and preoperative, so 
I haven't had the operation yet, I get bisexual couples that ask me, hey, um, why don't you join us? And I'm like, mm, no wow. thanks. Well, are you getting the surgery? Because you shouldn't if you want to be with us. I've had oh my God. Didn't want. girl, girl, I tell, no lie. They don't want me to get the surgery because it would be beneficial mm-hmm. for both her and her husband. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? You're trying but to yeah, tell they're me not wow. my body? Yeah, I was going to say, they're not considering at all your feelings. Nope. They don't right. care. This right. is their fantasy. So, yeah. now, what's I'm with you, girl. Is I, have, I have heard of things that are similar like that. It, like, this, mm-hmm. some of the, I'm like 90% sure I've watched a few things of this on True Life or something. But one of the mm-hmm. things that I think of when you mention that is relationships where they start together and the person is... Mm-hmm transitioning and they're saying that they mm-hmm. want to go through all the steps, you know, all the operations available and everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, their partner is not happy with the changes and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, but I, I want you the way you are now. You don't need to change. That's right. always an interesting dynamic too, because it's not that that other partner wants control over that person's body. It's simply right, that, right. hey, I, I'm attracted to where you're at. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm going to be attracted, or I know for a fact I'm not going to be attracted to what you're becoming. Mm-hmm. So, and then the person who's resisting. And Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And then the mm-hmm. person who's transitioning is just like, okay, but who I'm becoming is who I have always been. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be. So it's, it's, it's always interesting when you see dynamics like that. And it's, it's really sad that, you know, the, the couples that go through this and they're not able to work it out when you know, mm-hmm. there's a genuine love for that person as a person, you know? So it's, 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 it's so complicated, all of this stuff, but people really just need to take a step back, realize that they're not in that other person's shoes, and, and this goes for just general LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. as a whole, and, and for the straight alliance community, and just for the straight community. This goes for everybody. Right. You really just need to take a step back, realize that you're not in that person's shoes. You don't know what they're going through. You shouldn't make any mm-hmm. judgment calls. If there's something you don't know or don't understand, find a way to look for that education or just mm-hmm. leave it as you don't understand and give it respect. That's it. If you can't right. understand it, that's fine. Just respect it. Respect that that's that other person's life. My number one policy in life has always been if you're not hurting yourself or anyone else mentally or physically, do you be happy? That's, that's the biggest I felt like I was just a yes. church girl. Go ahead. Monica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. Yes. Yes. Preach. Now, you need to say it louder next time so the back of the church can hear you, girl. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I had to stand myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> everything she said was true. And for those guys, I'm, I don't, I'm sorry that we are on the trans topic, but for those guys that want to date me, um, I'm not going to hold on to your number until after I get my surgery. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, And also, yes, I've had that. 
once you get the surgery, call me. Uh, bitch, no. Um, <laughs> also, um, I'm not going to show you pictures of now and before. Thank you. Um, oh. Yeah, it's just, you have no, oh, the things I've, I've sent Frank some screenshots. And even though it's through text, I could hear him go, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could just, yeah, I, yeah, I just could disgusting. never imagine. I just can't mm-hmm. ever imagine myself asking someone, hey, can I see your surgery pics? Like, I, like, right, uh, right. It's right. just, it's so invading. The whole thing with, right. and, and I really, I honestly feel for the entire transgender community. And I've noticed because I, I was filling out paperwork for, um, for my other job the other day. And it mm-hmm. was, uh, it was one of those questions where it had the bar where it asks, you know, what your gender is. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, I had never seen like half of those words. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my Aww. gosh, there's so many words that I knew about. And yeah. now so there, there's so many words that I still have to learn the meanings of. Um, but just yeah. the entire transgender community, I feel like is so, discriminated against i feel like it's much more Mm -hmm. acceptable to be bisexual to be gay or anything like that than to be transgender and it's just even even within the the lgbtq plus community there's hatred there's hatred towards me as a bisexual there's a ton of hatred and and negativity towards people who are transgender so i really just feel for everybody that is in your shoes or similar shoes i i really do because Mm -hmm. there's so many invading and violating questions that you guys mm-hmm. get and I'm just like oh my gosh no like what no and not only that but like you guys went through it before us so you guys were the hated people before us and now we're the hated people so it's like uh, who's going to be after us you know what I mean right. well, you guys are so, the next hated because um, we don't exist <laughs> oh yeah you don't so who's going to be after us? Though, so they're like, know? oh, they, they, left the, they left the chat. So, all right, yeah. let's get yeah. the queens next. Yeah. Um, oh. But, yeah, so whatever. Um, I just wanted to wrap up really quickly. Um, go ahead with your shout-out. If you have two shout-outs, that'd be great. Frank, go we'll ahead. Try to be Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I am sorry. I have an extra one. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I can I I can say that really, because I I thought about hey like yeah anyway okay. so <laughs> um so my first shout out one well, I will admit one of my shout outs isn't a specific person but I'll explain that in a second mm-hmm. my first shout out I do want to shout out my friend Carolyn uh, she okay she's just yeah and she's I know who she is uh, I love her <laughs> she's um I would say you guys are born on the same day i know We're, well that's literally part of what makes her so perfect but sorry i want to again. <laughs> halloween babies here but she is yeah. a pure she's a pure haven consultant and they um i actually checked today um, because i know so many places are running out of hand sanitizer and stuff like that i just wanted to share her shop link um, because they still have hands on the go which is a healthier alternative to hand sanitizer. Um, so if you want to check that out, you can go to www.purehaven.com slash Carolyn Janice. That is spelled C-A-R 
O-L-Y-N-J-A-N-I-S. Um, just great products overall there. So like I said, if you're just worried about, oh, my God, I need, like, hand sanitizer, cleaning supplies, like, there's still stuff in stock at the moment. Um, another shout-out, not a specific person, I just want to definitely shout-out everyone who's been going to work during these times mm-hmm. and to everyone who hasn't been able to work and they're also not getting paid for it because I just mm. I can't imagine just for the workers, I, I mean, I can imagine a little, but I also can't imagine it because I'm not working during this exact moment. And so I can't imagine how difficult this must be because, you know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to make money to survive and you guys have to risk your lives every day to not get something from someone as hundreds and thousands of people go into your store or wherever you work. Um, so I definitely just want to shout out those people for being some heroes and people better not treat them like shit. Cause come on people like 2020, I know it's a shitty year, but let's be decent people. And right. the, and the people who are out of work at the moment, um, some of them may be like a small business or, just like various different, I think some of them are like bartenders and um, masseuses and hairstylists and just overall like those awesome jobs that help us every day. Um, Just try to support those people in need, please. Um, Because we're just, yeah, as I say, too many people are struggling and luckily, hopefully this check thing happens and stuff, but at the end of the day, we're, you know, people are still losing thousands of dollars from not being able to work. Um, my last shout-out is hashtag self-promotion. <laughs> Sorry. Because um, my new website is almost out. I'm almost done with it. It's going to be www.frankanthonybooks.com. So I'm super excited. I've been working really hard at that during this time. Um, I actually... Unfortunately, I was working so hard on it, and then I, it ended up getting all deleted, so I had to redo a lot of it. Um, but that should be coming out soon, so be on the lookout for frankanthonybooks.com, where I'm going to have a little bit of blog into, a little bit of blogging to my life and life issues like this, and eventually I'll have some books and some merch. Nice. Awesome. Yay. And Yay. Monica? Your turn. So my first shout-out goes to my wonderful boyfriend. His name is Eric, and he has been putting up with a lot from me over, you know, the recent months, and he just has been phenomenal about it. Um, We have really worked our butts off to get to the point that we're at now in our relationship, and we have really gone through the ups and downs over these last four years, but I would not change any of it. And I'm just really grateful to, to him and to what we've been able to experience together. That's my first shout out. Um, my second shout out goes to all of my family members who I love dearly And all of my friends, especially my closest friends, they know who they are, who have just been such huge support for me, family to me, Mm -hmm. and that includes the friends in my close circle, that 
that is the most important thing in in life. Mm-hmm. We we work to live. We don't live to work. And nice. being able to afford that balance with everybody because I've had such wonderful supportive people that have helped shape the person I am has been mm-hmm. an amazing thing. And I'm just really grateful to all of them, including my little four-legged dog, Teddy, who is just <laughs> seven pounds of perfection. And I absolutely adore him. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. We do have a caller waiting, so I will get to that. I don't know how to screen, so we're, I don't know who it is, so we're just going to get them in. But before we do that, um, I want to give my shout-out. I have two. Um, one, kind of like Frank said, is not a person, but um, I just watched this movie called Self-Made on um, – well, it wasn't a movie. It was a miniseries. It's called Self-Made on um, Netflix. It's about the first female black millionaire ever in in the history of the world. She oh, started off um, hustling. Her name was Madam C.J. Walker. She started off hustling hair yes. cream, and then she became a, a millionaire by the time that she was 51, and she ended up dying of high blood pressure. The reason why I, I mention it is because it has inspired me, like, I'm on this path where I have books and I have movie ideas and I have TV show ideas and I'm like, am I doing, should I be doing this? Am I on the right path? And seeing this movie, I was like, oh my God, she had this vision just like I do. Like, yes, I'm on the right path. So if you have four hours and I know you do because you're at home, bitches, um, watch this movie. You will (laughs) love it. You will absolutely love it. It's so good. And, Octavia Spencer's one of my favorites, so. And yes, my other shout-out is um, Brad Gorski from um, Real uh, not Real, um, he's from Fashion Police. I don't know if you guys know him. You have to look him up on Instagram. He, <laughs> he has this thing Is he the one Brad that does Bucks. the hair? No, he's the one that, um, he's a stylist, but he's also very openly gay. He's married to the um, this guy named Gary Janetti, who is an author, but also was a writer on Will and Grace. So he has his oh, thing because nice. they're quarantined. It's called Brad Bucks, and instead of Starbucks, it's Brad Bucks. And he makes this drink for for Gary every day. Oh my God, it is so hilarious! You have to look it up in his story. I think it's Brad Gorski on Instagram. Um, so funny. Every day he's like oh, here's your drink. I think I know it. And then today, because they pretend like they don't know each other. And then today, Gary's leaving, and he goes, well, I don't know if you're, like, off later on, you know, after your shift, maybe we can hang out. And Brad's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God. They're finally going on a date. I love this couple. You know what I mean? It's so hilarious. You have to watch it. That's awesome. And then Brad Brad was making his drink, and it was, like, spilling everywhere. And, oh, my gosh, it was so, you have to watch it. It's so fun. But let's <laughs> listen to, um, let's welcome the caller. I have no idea who it is. Um, hello? Yes, how are you doing? Uh, this is Mike from Singapore. How are you today? Good, Mike. Thanks for, thanks for calling in all the way from Singapore. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Yes. I didn't know we reached that far. Um, what is your question uh, or it, comment that you have? 
my comment is about coronavirus, right? Since you guys are talking mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, coronavirus mm -hmm. is called the devil virus because once it gets into your system, mm -hmm. I mean, if uh, you have a chance to beat it uh, mm -hmm. and um, say you re discharge from the... A FEMA camp or whatever, call it uh, the hospital. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know, uh, then if uh, even if you test negative, it has been mm -hmm. shown that all these people are become recurrier. If I don't uh, know if you've seen the movie Con Contingent, because yeah. it yeah, will come yeah. back. Yeah, contingent, and and oh. and it become re re uh, this time higher than oh. the before, uh, higher than the, the other uh, uh, part uh, part one of the oh. coronavirus got it, and that positive after one week, two weeks range oh, again, uh, so they sad. they will go to. So it seems this uh, that's why they call it the devil virus because it's. Oh. Uh, uh, no way to beat this uh, this strange, right? Because mm -hmm. wow, because already, already this has mutated twice in two two times. One with wow. the high strain, one with the low mm -hmm. strain. That's why if you notice the news around the globe, they keep saying mm -hmm. it, many people get it and they have no symptoms, etc. Right, well, that are still infected, but they, they are not uh, testing mm -hmm. them well. You don't need one. But and, and um, it, another matter is the test maybe is first negative, but mm -hmm. in multiple yeah. times that they do it, it become positive. Mm -hmm. Wow. So go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, wow. Thank you for that information. That stuff I didn't even know. Like that's amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so, so, so if the pe people are big, uh, say, oh, I am off the hook, oh, ha-ha, or uh, mm -hmm. I don't have several virus, right. etc., but actually well, it's not because of the immunity and also the 5G mm -hmm. network causing the immune system of many people go down. And mm -hmm. uh, all those places from New York to Seattle, Washington, and other cities, mm -hmm. The whole 5G network. Also, that's mm -hmm. why suddenly they have a high rise. <coughs> I keep right. coughing too. I have coronavirus from okay. here. Just kidding. <laughs> but 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 anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, bottom line is, you know, mm -hmm. just uh, um, there will be global riots and followed by global mm -hmm. martial law, and we are already uh, martial law in. North America. We're and, close to that, yeah. Troops are landed in, uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, and many other uh, uh, Salem, Oregon. And mm -hmm. so their orders are ready to occupy the streets of the America. Mm -hmm. And that as well, too. So what well, do you think of that? Well, thank you so much. I, I'm glad you called in. Yes, me too. Sure. So what do you think of it? I mean, what are you angry with it? Or are you disagree? I'm totally frightened and freaked out, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know, like, 
I'm in a, I work at an essential company, so I have to go into work. I'm scared that somebody at work is going to get it and then pass it on to me. And it's like, just like you were saying, it could come back. One of my friends said, this is the first wave. Come fall, there's going to be another wave. So I'm totally freaked out by this. Yeah, <laughs> phase like two really and phase three. Out. Right, exactly. So. Okay, okay. Again so for thank you very much for I appreciate you. Thank you. No problem. Bye, Mike. Too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my God, I love that. I, I was like, who the hell is this? I know. I have fans in Singapore. I didn't even know that. that you have so fans in Singapore. That's amazing. What I didn't know, and guess cool. what? I, I, you know, hey, Singapore, I love Crazy Rich Asians. If you want me to be in it, you know, season two. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts that you guys have? Any final thoughts? I think people just need to do their best to remain calm. Let's all get yeah. through this together and yeah. and just follow what the instructions are. Uh, whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, for, for us, we have the CDC. I don't know what other countries mm-hmm. have. But whatever is being told to you by the appropriate medical professionals and by your local government, follow what they're telling you to do so that way we can just contain this try to get through it. Hopefully we eradicate it after it's, you know, contained enough and those people recover, I hope. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. we can just get through this and this won't get as astronomically worse as it has the possibility to get. We all just need to follow and do our part because there are people who are on the front lines who have to work all the time in very dangerous situations who can't afford to do some of the things that we're being asked to do that are very easy for us to do. So I think that that's the mm-hmm. main thing is we all just need to respect that, follow the rules, respect each other, and be kind. Amen. Craig, what are your final thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think we should definitely be cautious. I know when this all started, I was I was a little more lighthearted about it, thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, this is just whatever. Like, this is just the media trying to scare us and all that type of stuff. Like I, you know, I mean, there's those conspiracy theories out there Everyone and stuff, did. It's but fine. yeah, yeah. But I, but yeah, I mean, I think definitely be cautious um, with yourself mm-hmm. and don't, and yeah, definitely don't just run off of emotions and freak out and pick up everything that you can in your shopping carts. And cause it's just not going <laughs> to help the situation get better at the end of the day. And like Monica said too, we got to work together. And I, I feel like I hate to say this, but I feel like the United States does kind of lack on that a little bit. And I think we mm-hmm. can do better. And to your point, when you record something, you take away from someone else. So if I'm hoarding TP, now Monica can't get it. Now Frank can't get it because guess what? I just hoarded all of it. So so you're the one we have to go after. (laughs) Yeah, you have to come on over. (laughs) Come on down. The price is right. Come on. My final thought on this is social distancing. I've been preparing for this all my life. Like, Right. Like, I've I've always been a social distancer. I just didn't know what it. I called it being a loner. I didn't know it was called being right. a social distancer. Like I should get an award for that. Um, right. I just want to tell everybody that Netflix has joined the 
the fight in keeping us apart, but as for our own good. Um, if you have a laptop or a desktop, download Google Chrome. Once you do that, search Netflix Party, and then you're going to have um, a, an extension. What this an extension is on Google Chrome is it's a little icon that rests right next to the um, address bar. When you go, I know this sounds confusing, but when you go to Netflix, go to Netflix, hit play on a movie that you want, and then the NP next to the um, address bar, I'll actually tweet out a, a picture for everybody. The NP will turn red. Hit the NP, and you can invite people in, and you can all watch a movie while all together while you talk online. So, oh, I love that. Netflix That's amazing. Party. Netflix party. So, That's awesome. I love um, that. Yeah. So there are different ways you can be with your friends without being around them and exposing them or being exposed. Just right. Do the research right. and stay safe, everyone. So thank you all for listening. We love you. Thank you. Be safe. Thank you. Social distancing. Wash your fucking hands. Stay at home. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Pleasure. Same, yes. Thank so you. Much. And I love you both. Um, Monica, you're now a new love. Frank, I always loved you. Um, yeah. You are now a new love of mine, so thank you. Aww. <laughs> all right, guys. Tune in next week. I will be back. And um, thank you all for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea.